And, of course, the boss with a, a boss deal, Bruce Springsteen, selling his catalog for a reported $500 million. Here's music expert Alan Cross, who joins us now for more on this here on Global News Radio. Hey, Alan, good afternoon. Hi, Daisy. Uh, Sony Music landed a whale. This is a big one, a very big one. No kidding. Let's start with the sum, $500 million. Uh, why did Sony, Alan, do you think paid that? Why did they pay that much? And do you think that they're actually going to make their money back on this deal? Well, let's look at what they bought. They bought about 300 songs. They bought two, 20 studio albums. They bought 23 live albums and a bunch of other things associated with Bruce Springsteen's catalog. Sony has been his publisher for a very, very long time. And Bruce has owned his master recordings for a very long time. That's a really important thing. Bruce has been in charge of his music uh, for many, many, many years. And he sold somewhere around 60 million copies uh, of records in the U.S. and probably well over 100 worldwide. So he's, you know, he's a big commodity. And at age 70... He has decided that he wants to basically go to a payday loan place and get $500 million for all the royalties he would have earned over, I guess, the next several decades. And uh, so he said, yeah, sure, we, 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 we can do that. So here's a check for half a billion dollars and uh, please <laughs> enjoy uh, your estate planning. And uh, Bruce is obviously not the uh, first and probably not the last artist to do this. We've been seeing this uh, more and more as of late. Seems like we're a long way away from Neil Young's uh, This Notes for You, if people recall that song, uh, Alan. And is that exactly what's going on here, that a lot of maybe these older or established uh, artists are uh, now cashing in? They're looking at this as kind of their retirement plan, if you will? Yeah, absolutely. And remember, this is money they would have earned. This is money that they would have been have been coming to them as the result of their work. So what they're simply doing, like I said, they've gone to the payday place and they've got their paychecks for the next couple of decades up front. And now it's going to be up to Sony to uh, somehow make their money back by making sure that this music is that this music lives on. So that's another thing that we should look at. Bruce Springsteen no longer has to worry if his music is going to uh, survive his death in 10, 20, 30 years, or whatever it is. He is about 70 years old. So Sony will have to keep his music alive for a very long time in order to recoup their investment. Uh, So that's kind of sexy. Another sexy thing is that he has this money that he can now use for estate planning. All his heirs, anybody, you know, any charity things he wants to do, any activism he wants to do, any more music he wants to do, any more tours he wants to do. He is free and clear. I mean, he's got half a billion dollars to work with. And uh, he has no pressure and all the freedom in the world. I mean, uh, he got out while he was old, but he certainly made a, a, a killing on, on everything. Sure. Uh, how should, I mean, and I think everybody uh, would be happy uh, for Bruce, and congratulations, a, a fantastic deal, and that's quite a sum, but if you've been a longtime fan of Bruce Springsteen, or any of these artists that have sold off their uh, catalogs as of late, uh, how do you think fans should take this? Should they feel, I don't know, maybe a little disappointed? I mean, I'm just wondering, you know, the uh, byline in Rolling Stone is, uh, will this lead to uh, Born to Go to Burger King or Hungry Heart for McDonald's? I mean, how are you going to feel as a long time fan of the boss the first time you see his music 
probably, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, for Taco Bell or something. Well, there's probably a long list of exceptions uh, that Sony will have to follow when it comes to exploiting his music going forward. I would imagine, uh, you know, cheap, cheesy commercial exploitation is, is, is spelled out. Or if, if, uh, if it's not spelled out, there's going to have to be some sort of uh, veto power because you're not going to turn over all this body of music so that it can be used to sell lunchboxes. Uh, so I would imagine that there are, are definitely some guardrails put in place. Uh, but that being said, here's a couple of things we have to think about going forward. These songs will return X percent over or annually over a number of years. Uh, and right now, these songs, these buying up all these song catalogs are seen as a very good financial vehicle because interest rates are so low. What could really bring all this down is if interest rates go up and the rate of return on the songs either stays stagnant or goes down. So then you have a bit of an economic problem for the com- these companies that own all these, all these songs. That's one thing that you have to think about. The other thing is, this music needs to be exploited in such a way, and exploited is a, sounds like a really harsh word, but we're simply looking at how this music can continue to make money, continue to be popular, continue to be spread amongst uh, generations of fans. When you have so many of these artists selling out to these big companies who all need to earn their money back. We're going to be hearing this music for a lot longer than we otherwise would have. I mean, usually an artist has a career, the career ends, the artist dies, and the music sort of fades out with them. Not now, because even though, and I have a running list of of close to 100 artists that have made uh, these deals, uh, their music is going to live for a lot longer than it otherwise would have. That may have a deleterious effect on young artists who are trying to break through because, well, all the attention is going to be going to these great classic songs by these legendary artists. So this could warp the uh, entire music industry going forward as these companies try to make their money back and as new artists try to break through, but they can't. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you that. Is there a real lesson from this, uh, whether it be Springsteen, any of these other artists, and what we've seen, and you and I have talked uh, on and off about to Taylor Swift and uh, her business struggles uh, regarding uh, her music. Is there a real lesson here for these uh, new, young, up-and-coming artists? Well, the lesson is, oh, my God, it just got worse, and the boomers have, have really screwed us. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a big part of it because, you, you know, uh, if we think back, I mean, ABBA kind of disappeared for a while uh, and was brought back with Mamma Mia. Uh, and, and, and now we're starting to see this Avatar thing. So a- ABBA, a band that ceased to exist in 1984-85, has a new lease on life and will probably go on for another 25 years. So if I'm a, a 19-year-old trying to bring it into the music industry, how do I compete with ABBA one of the most successful bands of all time when it comes to getting attention for my music. We, we have to you know, look back at the way things used to be. Even the biggest record stores back in the day only had about 100,000 titles available. That was, your, that was considered to be a massive, massive amount of music to choose from. Now, Spotify is getting 60,000 new tracks a day. And there's somewhere around 90 or 95 million tracks that all of us can choose from with a couple of pokes at our phone. So that's what the competition is right now. And those artists that we've been talking about, the big ones, 
are not going to go gently into that good night. They are going to rage and rage and rage against the dying of the light, and uh, they're going to have these companies helping them do it. All right. In the meantime, I'm sensing it's going to be a pretty good Christmas in New Jersey with that $500 million check uh, coming to the uh, Springsteen uh, mansion. Uh, Alan, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this this afternoon. You're very welcome. There's Alan Cross, music expert with us on this massive deal announced Bruce Springsteen has sold his entire music catalog to Sony for half a billion dollars. And we're back after this break on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.